so it's the i hope it's it works tonight yeah so we'll see I'll run into the living room so welcome everyone is anybody new here no no hands mike no all right well welcome happy to share a, a wednesday night with you all uh again um I just did a thing in Mexico for a few days. Did you put I hear you put that up? Yep, Mike, one of them anyway. The first Saturday. The yeah. One. yeah, if you want to check it out. Uh, you could just start playing that, Mike, and I just couldn't kick back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to lip sync. We'll try to lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh i was with somebody again some people and it's i think it's helpful because uh like we were speaking of of it a couple of weeks ago everyone's familiar with self-inquiry yes and that it's something that Ramana brought back to usage, really Ramana Mahashi, but it was presented, I think, in the Vedas, the earliest scriptures in the world, in the dream world. And uh, there's an area, there's a part in one of uh, Ramana's little booklets, you know, people that were following him wrote about his teachings. And uh, this one little segment, it was quite nice to see it in print where he speaks about the one who's asking the question, who am I, is not us. And the one who is being asked the question, who am I, is not us. Yeah. Now, I find that a lot of people can see one of them as not us, but they don't see two as not us. Yeah. And when there's a seeing of a thief is not us, and then the policeman takes over, uh, what they expect it to feel like doesn't seem to transpire. They don't, they, and so it has to be replaced with something else, something rigid and not really alive. And uh, so what happened with me when that start, that was going on, and then there was a, a possibility that you could go farther back, so to speak. Let's use the word back, meaning more for an image, not a, a truth. And you could fall back and then see that the mechanical claiming, it's not like, see, the, the sense of choice and feeling and volition travels well, because you'll see the, uh, the thief, but then you're thinking you're the policeman. So you finally got rid of the culprit or noticed the thief, and now things are gonna be much different. And because you feel like there's, a, there's been a choosing, you finally saw that you weren't, which you weren't seeing, but you don't realize that that seeing has been claimed on, by the mechanical mental in us, yeah? And now, you're just another aspect of what you're not. Yeah. And I find when people come to satsang and they hear this possibility 
and it, it triggers something, it works, then when the thief and the policeman both are seen as not us, it seems to have a much better uh, translation as traveling lighter, yeah? If you see one, it becomes almost like the, you could become like a fundamentalist about this, the letter of the law of non-duality, but lose the spirit of it. But when you see both, it's really a, a vacuum and its interest gets sucked out of the whole thing. Yeah. And then that same interest that was absorbed in that activity now enriches your day. Yeah. And I really feel uh, if the mental state is the premise we're relying on and living from, then that mental state, its, it's nature is agitation. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's it's sort of like a rough surface in the water where it's not being able to reflect anything, though it has the ability to reflect based on its present condition, it's not reflecting anything clearly. It's just, you're seeing the surface and that's all like waves and white caps and stuff. You're not seeing the clouds or the moon in the water, even though it's possible, but because of the surface condition, it seems to be sort of cloudy or disturbed. And the same, I feel that that sense of agitation, uh, no matter what sort of modicum of peace and stuff becomes, uh, as becomes an experience, there's an underlying agitation that causes an anxiety even about the peace because you're, you're con concern that it won't be there tomorrow. So there's uh, that, that agitation is the basis when only one aspect is seen. Yeah, it's still the agitation. Now, now it's being represented as the policeman, but before it was, let's say, the thief. But when both are seen, uh, from what? From what we are. Yeah, we're seeing one from what we are. We can see both from what we are. We're seeing one from what we are, and we're actually seeing the manifestation or the manufacture of the policeman, but there's a quick, like the hand goes into the glove and then never had a sense of ever being out, out of the glove. So it's the hand is in, in, in like inexorably or inevitably in the glove. It's like a sleight of hand, truly, but like a sleight of glove. So uh, this is really this that second uh, unneeded leap really uh, galvanized and what people really dream of, a stabilization. Uh, I think they're wishing what they're relying on, which is the mental state to stabilize because right underneath it is quite stable. And so it has, and yet when you're sensing that stability, it doesn't provoke any need to maintain or, or manage or control. It's obvious, it just feels like, like a given, yeah? It, and, it, and it comes with like a, a relaxed uh, recognition, not like a, focused laser-like concentration.
And that's, I feel, because it's stabilized, because it's stable. It's not the, it's not the, uh, the imagined miracle of having what's agitated stabilized. It's stabilized because it's stable. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not, it's not a condition that's based on other conditions. It's a, it's, it's not anything that we can know and compare. Yeah. But you get a sense of it. It's almost as if it lives through your foot and then it moves up. Yeah. And, uh, but it leaves one, many, but one, it leaves the action figure in, in a, in a sense, a strong sense that something, or let's call it nothing, is doing for it what it couldn't do for itself. Yeah, it just, it has a real, uh, those, those loose ends get tied up really quick. And, uh, and then really, the action figure with all of its miraculous wanderings and stuff just realizes, what more do you want? than a newfound ability without any thought or effort to travel lighter throughout a, through whatever life has in store for you, yeah? Uh, so I, I think it's impossible uh, that that which is nature is agitated to stabilize. Yeah. I think it's impossible for the head as it's formulated concerning this action figure and the seeming world it's in, it's above its pay scale, obviously. It's like the peace that passeth all understanding. It may not pass all understanding, but it passes our understanding. Let's put it that much. We think our understanding is all of, all of understanding, but this peace passeth or uh, skims under our understanding. So... Uh, and that's another relief. It really is. It's relief upon relief because the, necess the necessity of these uh, attributes we rely on, on, intellect and stuff like that, are proved to be unnecessary when it comes to being what you are. Yeah? They seem to be very essential to become something or maybe attempt to unbecome something, but to be something, they're not, there's no, they're not essential. And uh, I think they sort of fall back into a, a more appropriate category of uh, when needed, they arise, when not needed, they don't, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so you see what you used to look from, and then you recognize as time passed that that seeing what you used to look from is what you used to look from. <laughs> and so instead of having it like a historical end, you see it as a, as a, like a present repetition, present in time, I mean, not present in presence, 
because it happens, it takes a little bit longer than presence, but in time, the present, yeah? So you see that uh, this, the idea that you're the imagined root of it and the cause of it and the chooser of it seems quite bogus quickly, yeah? Yeah, so, and I, I think I shared it. I don't think it was this meeting, so I'll use it. It was a joy. Uh, this woman came to the meeting in Mexico on Saturday. I didn't notice that she came, and so I didn't notice that she left. But on Sunday or Monday, she came to the meeting, and she said uh, sat, she was sitting in front before the talks, started and as mike knows as soon as there's a person in me there the talk starts yeah so we were talking and she was telling me about it was so liberating for her to actually leave on saturday because she's never leaves any of these things with the fear that she's gonna miss something or something like that and just hearing the message had given her the, the permission just to take off <laughs> and so she was really uh she was really stoked by that. And so I said, and uh, and I like that word permission. It it came, it came, it's so it's a way this action figure attempts to explain something. It's almost as if you're in a state of withholding as the action figure, and you you have to sort of Permission is something you get or you earn through meritocracy or something like that. It's not a sense of uh, availability. It's something that has to be acquired and can be lost and can be uh, forfeited by one little this or that. Yeah. So to have a permission just to be fucking okay to leave when you don't want to be somewhere is just amazing. And it was such a cool thing. And when we were driving away from the uh, event, she was walking down the road and she was like skipping like a young girl. It was very, very cool. Yeah. So I hope some of this sense or this feeling, it's not held with concepts. It's not, doesn't need to be held up. You don't have to remember it. You can seemingly let go of every tether or every anchor or anything, if you possibly could be. I don't believe you've been hanging on, but let's just say letting go. And it's gone and it's available. There's no part of it that demands something of you. Yeah, because you're all of it in a sense. So this brings a real relief. Uh, there's a lot of definitions that relief gets based on the condition uh, or where we're seeing it from. And you can be brought to a, a states of relief that it, the, the word doesn't, because of the previous definitions, doesn't do it justice. But it's a relief prior to the drive to get relief. Yeah, it's like the the thing about I believe, which is uh, it's a, you get liberated from the need to be liberated. Yeah. Which is so freaking awesome. I mean, so many people I've heard and I have no problem with it, but 
they won't tell me because they're afraid of what I'm going to say, but they're just licking the toad, going to DMT five. <laughs> and it's like they're on their eighth lick. You know, they've licked it eight times and it just goes on and on and on. And it seems like ayahuasca has been left in the dust and now it's DMT five, the toad. And it's it just happens. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. All of us are dreaming, so it can be quite useful, but the, it's just a constant thing. It's sort of like uh, we don't see the, the pattern of it. It's just like people, young kids now wearing a certain like high jeans or something. They think it's like new. It came out of the 60s or something. It's just all, it's just all put re recirculated, recirculated. So uh, when does it end, you know? Is it gonna be DMT 10 or <laughs> something else? I just feel like, isn't there something that it can reveal to you, not through the drug, by, by not going for the drug? I think there'd be a great revelation there that maybe just maybe, you're inherently okay, no matter how many of your conditions are fucking, you know, like the wind crying Mary, you know, it's another Jimi Hendrix. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, again, I have no, it's more the, the pattern of it all. I see it happens with, there was a there was a wishful hope of a lot of alcoholics that they were going to make a pill that would remove alcoholism. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to have it, but probably there would could could there could become an addiction concerning the pill. Yeah, <laughs> the mind's inherent agitation just finds way of expressing it. Yeah. It goes from solution to solution. And after a while, for some people, the seeking the solution becomes the problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. Somebody, obviously, I know it's not licking the toad. I just have to be clear about this. But I like the image, you know, <laughs> licking a freaking toad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there you go. I think you do Here's look the code, code, Paul. Out or whatever, or shares the questions. It's fine. Did you ever see the Simpsons episode where Homer licks the toad? No, no, he does. You should make it just if you haven't watched that Simpsons, just watch that one. And the one where Lisa, uh, little Lisa, gets high accidentally. No, I like. The Homer licking the toad. That would be good. I'm going to try to find that tonight. Good. Yeah. I'm I'm afraid what's going to come up if you put licking the toad. <laughs> <laughs> I truly, I truly am afraid of what could possibly. <laughs> uh, they're going to come up with a new uh, equation. You'll be licking three different animals. At, but you have to do it in the right order or something oh. really bad will happen. Toad, muskrat, uh, <laughs> ferret. 
<laughs> Don't do muskrat, toad and ferret. No. <laughs> and then there'll be a, after that doesn't work, there'll be a discovery. You, you were missing the fourth animal. That's what was needed. Oh, no. <laughs> Wouldn't you hope it works? I do. I hope it works. What, four animals? Whatever. I don't care. Eight <laughs> animals standing on your head. Let the toad lick you. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Just the freaking... Get it reminds some... me of the story of the three frogs on the log making a decision. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're making a decision to lick the toad. <laughs> Do they actually lick the toad? No, they just made a decision. Why does a frog need to lick a toad? <laughs> John Luna has some recommendations for us. Hey, oh, yes, yeah, he only has to make the decision. <laughs> I, right. I have never looked to talk, but uh, after tonight's talk, maybe uh, I'm okay to it. But uh, no, I, think my, I, I, think my... I am so concerned about a weird sense of responsibility. I hate to I hate to to say anything because immediately <laughs> the people can't wait for the talk to be over to get on licking toad. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I think Mike Tyson uh, talked about licking the toad. I think he got everybody pretty pumped up there. But uh, because he went on and oh, talked geez. about it, he said it, it said it saved his life. Um, but so Paul, can you can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. You know how yeah. many people have their life changed, and it still seems to be the same life. <laughs> I know it's very true, man. I, actually, I, I've known that to be true in my own life. But uh, so you know, there are times, um, you know, listening to the to the the, the the message and the, and the understanding it's it's uh you know it's it's readily available it's always there you know this ability to see what we're not is the freedom from a lot of the you know like like you said it's the ability to travel lighter but sometimes what I've noticed for myself is this is one of my question is is sometimes there's such a great relief in the body there's such a release of tension uh, at times that it's, the, it's hard not to go into the identification with that, with that again. And that's where that comes up when you were talking about like, oh, the next day there's this sort of, all of a sudden this, this helper pops up and it's gonna try and figure out how to hold on to it. And that's obviously the policeman and it, it, it basically neuters the whole thing. But I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's always available and it's just as soon as you pop back out of that, it's back. But would you say, that as a person, this is it's, it's valuable because it's the truth. But as a person who's saying, "Look, I, I'd like to, I'd like to suffer less," and is it, is it? Would you say it's true that in that sense, there needs to be some faith in the understanding that even when, okay, the body goes through its contractions and, and its openings. You know, and there's feelings of relief and then there's feelings of tension and contraction. That the faith is in the understanding and that 
that's really like even though what we may be looking at or seeing could be temporarily unpleasant it, it's it's like a just that 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 ability to not to not go into that and identify with it and get tricked by it and realize that even though unpleasantness might still be present the understanding is everything i mean how do, how how does that I think you, do you understand what I'm saying, kind of. It's just like yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But remember, supposedly, like Jesus said, the faith of the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. So, uh, yeah. So basically, it's really a a losing of faith in the other previous condition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So all the understanding needs is a, the amount of faith the size of a mustard seed. Because basically what you used to have faith in, you'll see is bogus. Right. What you're seeing from, you'll never, never see as bogus. You may forget it. You may be distracted. You may be unsuspecting of it. But the fact is, when that, when that bell rings... When that uh, it has a it has a an authenticity, yeah. The I am, like they. This is what Ramana would always say in those people. It's it's undebatable. The I am. It's self evident. Yeah. The sense of right. onness. So, therefore, a little tiny little bit of faith in that will go a long long way. Not because there isn't more faith in the head, it's just that the head uh, is not to be relied upon, yes? So the head, it needs a huge amount of faith to make its little mountains, its little molehills seem as mountains. You don't need much faith at all to uh, see that not to be true, yes? Right. And the thing that was very important when you said is you think you went up there, but it doesn't really matter because it's inevitably always available at all times, exactly. The right. feeling, the what the fear of, of separation is usually, and that's constantly uh, rebutted, by your own experience is the length of time of separation that your head likes to shoot into it, yeah? Mm -hmm, but if right. you see all these trains that you found yourself on, when you get off of all those trains going in all different directions, you're always at the same station. Right, I'm always right back at the same place. Like that's the so having never left. After a while, that has to have some weight in something in your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. just the critical mass of that recognition moves something sooner or later. Yeah. Every damn train lets people people go off on a train of thought, and then suddenly, and it's always suddenly they're at the station. Right. The train ride is seeming like it's always been this way. It's always going to be this way. But when you get off, it's always suddenly. Yeah. It right. doesn't take months to get off. It doesn't take years to get out of it the in says it's been years you've been in it but when it's always you're or you're always suddenly out of it yeah right yes yeah. Yeah. yes because 
it doesn't have the the believing that you're separate is completely determined on and dependent on time the reality is suddenly always available at all times because it's not of time and you feel that you feel the like it usually catches you like a thief in the night yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're looking for it and you can't see it because it's already so so it's right. always like suddenly realize or like Ramana said it's always realized. So how can something that's always realized be realized? <laughs> it's always realized. He says that just in the paragraph before he goes into the necklace story. So if you ever look at his uh, the collected the talks of uh, Ramana Maharshi, so he was saying it's always realized. So there's no one who realizes anything. Yeah, what what right. occurs is the a, a, a sudden recognition of the always realized, always available at all times, or on the negating uh, uh, level, nothing ever happened. It's always been this way. Yeah. So right, it, right. It, it, you can feel it two different ways, but there it's the basic, uh, the immediacy of something that never left. So there's, it never has to come back. Yeah. We're playing, we're in the masquerade of going and coming, going and coming. But if you realize, uh, no matter how long the length of the train is, when you get off it, you're at the station immediately. Yeah. The same presence immediately. So it's got to tell you something after a while. I mean, and if it doesn't, satsang will help you to see it. Yeah. Right. Because there'll be pointers to it. And the thing is, that's maybe all you needed. The two it is there. You may you may need a pointing, but you don't need a huge description of to it to it. You you'll know, you'll see it, and it'll translate the way it'll translate through you. Yeah. Right. So the pointing is necessary. The it isn't. It's it's appearing. We just need to see it in a different light. Right. right now, when it appears, we just take it to be us. Yeah. Right, right, right. Or about us. And so we want to change that it's about us or this, but there's never, a, there's never, uh, the us is always the constant. Yeah. So life is happening to me. Yeah. Right. So this is yeah. how it does it. The claiming of being the thinker allows every thought that's ever noticed to reinforce the idea that you're the thinker. It's incredibly economical. It's one insane idea that's supported by thousands of activities. Thousands of thoughts are being used to imply the thinker. Thousands of actions that happen or movements or everything are, are used to imply the actor, one actor. How feelings, thinking, doing, Yes, it's right. incredible economical because you don't even see the thinker as another thought, which it is. Right. It's like the thing with the thing when you said uh, the policeman, it's just another thought. It's not even a it's not a separate anything. It's just another thought. It's just another thought about a thought. Exactly. It's a thought that what you're what you're uh, what's looking is different than what you're seeing. Yeah, so now you so, see uh, the thief that used to be what was looking, and now there's a new what's looking that says it's completely different than the old what's looking. 
But right. it's I just a piece of pizza. It gets a little, it's sneaky in that way, but it still can be seen. It's just because the seeing is just there. It's just, it doesn't yes, have to be produced. Nothing you know? gets before the awareness. Right. Nothing gets before. Can I just ask, a, a, maybe this is not a, a, the brightest question, but uh, I find it's good to throw stuff out there and let it f fall apart. But uh, I find that, okay, the understanding is very, uh, there's a remembrance, there's a strong, not me remembering, but just a remembrance. The seeing is, is clear. The mind of the, the action figure likes to create little problems for itself <laughs> to get into and try to get out of. Well, it, it can't help itself. It can't help itself because it's 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 on a tilt that it wants right. to blame everything else to be the cause of. It's just it's not seeing really. Right. Right. It's I don't remember. Seen. You always mentioned. Uh, I just thought of what you said. Oh, I just I, I gave up the um, the uh, what is it? The improvement project and uh, the civic improvement project. And I, and I just started following the Yankee blog. <laughs> so I, I I want my you know yes yeah. I, I like that idea that there's a sim a certain simplification a simplicity that starts to filter through the, to the mind or to the to the action figure that, you know, okay, this isn't so serious, you know? See, I'm so, not, exactly, I'm not sitting on an ancient oak desk going over, you know, <laughs> ancient transcripts. <laughs> I'm not, I'm really, I, there's uh, Without figuring yeah. out esoteric symbols in your free time. No, no. I'll let other people do that. And if I want to, I, I can live vicariously through a lot of people I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I can, I I can get it. news about the left, the 11th dimension. Uh, <laughs> from others. Yeah. The latest yeah. channeling. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know. I can go on and on and on. But yeah, so just go back to the understanding. I mean, the understanding is always there. No going back. Yeah, it's good just, to keep coming just, back. You just said faith. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I right. would say you can come to faith by seeing what, the, what can happen with faith. See, yeah. the faith is going to manifest in the vehicle it's put in. Um, and you're not putting it in any vehicle. The vehicle it finds itself in will reveal some of its effects. So I had a very simple but very, very powerful demonstration of that, which is the faith that we're in the thoughts that were appearing in this head. Yes? Right, right. And they, that faith was galvanized by the word my, my thoughts. Right. And that was a reality I was living. I was reacting to the interpretation of the mental state. I was not responding to life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was I was on a hold completely unconscious of the conscious contact and everything. What I followed was the head's version or narration of what was going on. Seemingly. Which was what, yeah? what's not happening. <laughs> what you call what's not happening. Exactly. And yeah. the only way that could have been uh, produced was through faith. Yes. Right, right. You have to. Have so faith I have seen that, right. 
I have seen the workings of faith unbelievably demonstrate in, in the life of addiction. Yeah, because right, the right. addiction to me is the mental processes addiction to this idea of being self, which is constantly thought about and ruminated over and on and on and on and on and on. There's a lot there that is revealed if you can see it. Yes. And so, right. all right. I know the power of faith. I don't know what faith is. I don't know where it's being distributed from. That's not my pay scale. But I do know its effects because right. I've been under them or I've witnessed them clearly for years. Okay. So now right. what happens is, and you see that the faith and that direction so almost like gets galvanized by the idea that it's you. Yeah. It's a very strong groove. So, uh, that you is almost like the craving of cocaine or heroin. Mm -hmm. So this you, uh, the faith is goes to that target. And now there's faith in the thoughts that are about this you. And that faith is really glued to it because of the cherishing of that you. Yeah. Right. So I found the only possible... If you're going to see if there is a one, one uh, uh, nut or screw in the machinery that seems to be a focal point, it's the idea, it's this cherishing of self. It's the act of being identified as self. Yeah, You're not in it. You're not doing it. It's an act of being identified as self. It's what's going on in a stream of the head. Yeah, right. I found... If you weren't that, there would be a loss of interest in it. And then not knowing what would ever happen because you've really never been in a stabilized loss of interest in it, it would be quite revelatory. But mm -hmm. there would be a loss of interest and then you there would be a new interest that would be found and then it would start kicking in some effects. And you would see... It was like in recovery, we call it being reborn, yes? Right. Yeah, it can be that profound. And it's all based on faith, basically. Yeah. So basically, the intention returns to like, uh, like you call it a sort of undifferentiated state of, of uh, openness or willingness or, or uh, what would you call it? Um, you have a well, presence of... and availability. Availability, yeah. So you're Availability. present and you're available, yeah? Right, right, right. That yeah. becomes the new basis instead of... Uh, <laughs> and you can see it as a contentment and a satisfaction instead of an irritability or restlessness and discontent, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So basically, and real, and it feels real, though. It's like uh, you think you're giving something up. I mean, I used to think these thoughts, like, you know, oh, it's so scary. I'm going to go through this dissolution. But yeah, so yeah, There's nothing lost. The only thing is good. Yeah. See, that's the false advertisement that's fueled by faith, yes? Right. right. There's faith in something that's unfounded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have to use that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Availability. When that faith in something that's that's actually based on fact or truth, 
that faith uh, can do, I like to call them small wonders. They hide mm -hmm. under the, the guise of function awareness, but they're quite profound, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a, I know what you mean. So in a sense, I mean, we don't look at it as a process, but in a sense, you know, it could be seen that there is a process of, of, of sort of, uh, you know, losing faith in the old sense of the self and then being... No, but no, I just want to jump in here, John. Okay, go the ahead, effect go ahead. will appear as a process. The yeah, cause is not a process. Right, the effect exactly, exactly. is time dreaming. It will appear as a process, yes. Ah, but yeah, that's good. That's yeah, the good, effect yeah. of it. The cause is yeah. not a process. The cause is always, always yeah. available, always available, right here, right now. Yes, it's not a process, but the effects on this event called this dreaming can be, a, you can see it as a process. Yeah, things happen yeah, okay. and then there's an avalanche and then shit builds up and another avalanche or, and then there's things that right. seem to, yeah. But yeah. the final culmination was exactly that which was there at the beginning, yes? Right, right, right. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank you. Okay. All right, John, take it easy, bro. Or don't. I'm going to go find a toad now. That's the real permission. Yeah. Exactly. Take it easy or don't. What the hell? All right, someone else. Oh, there's John. He's he's gone. All right, anyone else? Uh, oh, William's got his hand up in the square. Hey, William. Oh, and before I forget, Lynn D found a 15-second clip of Homer licking the frog, and I emailed it to you. Oh, oh great, great. <laughs> okay, go ahead, William. Uh, you're muted. Bill? Yes. Paul. <clears throat> yes. What's up? I got a little heavy duty one for me today. I, uh, I've been feeling like I'm operating in an outmatched position for some weeks. And uh, I just want to know a little. Could you uh, say that again? I missed. I feel you like I'm, I'm outmatched. I'm outmatched. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got, you know, some, somewhat of the, an understanding. I've been watching you guys, you in particular, for maybe three, four years. And I'm, at this point, I'm feeling, due to some physical and emotional problems, I'm out, I feel outmatched. And I really don't want to go into detail, but I just yeah. feel outmatched. All right. Well, that's a great starting point. Really, if you're outmatched and you can't do anything about it, there'll be a doing something about it, yeah. How so? Through observation. I don't know how, I just observed that to be the way it goes. This is the starting point for most people in recovery. The how isn't important, it's that it occurs is, yeah? So they have they reach a point where they finally admit that which was a fact, which was they're outmatched. And in that admittance of powerlessness, they suddenly find themselves building, being filled up with power. Yeah. 
this is not an exotic phenomena, it's a principle. If you're if that which is powerless keeps exerting power, the best the best place you can end up is admitting you're outmatched. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Yeah. And so don't do anything. Just say it. It's like it's like someone said the other one day. This was so long that I used to uh follow that stuff but he said you know uh you're outmatched someone can say i uh, you know i can't do this and then that could be a hallelujah or it could be a judgment you know like i should be able to do this so it's really the spirit of it but the spirit of being outmatched is just a recognition you're not managerial quality so to speak yes and then in that admission other possibilities finally show up when you're denying that omission, it just keeps on keeping on and you keep exerting power when you don't have any. And therefore you experience frustration and disappointment and why am I not getting it and all this and all that. It's a teaching right there and then. It's a lesson right there and then. So you finally just fucking give up the ghost or whatever as best you can you just admit you're screwed or whatever i needed life to admit it to me really literally because the denial was like arnie schwarzenegger arms it would the, the denial had been flexing and holding so much weight it was like a fucking champion bodybuilder so something had intervened and just put me in my place and that was the beginning of uh things working so to speak so yeah you're outmatched bro great i got so it. am i yeah. completely outmatched no doesn't it get you that you can do seemingly all this stuff to, to and then arrive at a feeling for a second and then it changes like in another second yes. and the day goes on and on and it seems like you know it's sort of like not knowing the tide is going to come up and building sandcastles near the near the uh, the ocean and then having it all whacked down <laughs> and then building it up just like a kid you got to have fun with it yeah because that's how it goes yeah yeah but i love the idea of outmatched seriously I wait for people sometimes for a long time to finally arrive at that and admitting of being outmatched. It's I I love it's almost like being at a birth of a child. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic when you really see it. I mean, it's really it's got some weight there. It doesn't blow away the next day. They're like, uh, and then. I watch their life after that and you see what happens. It's like a living expression of a slow time miracle. Yeah. It's awesome. So, can you stay, can you stay, Paul, at that point for some time? Or I mean, if I, if I feel outmatched, I don't put a time limit on it. I just No, uh, just see what happens. I've been I seemingly been there for 30 something years. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't moved far from it for a long, long time. <laughs> when I got to the Mexico, the airport at uh, 
at Guadalajara, I was outmatched. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> it was overwhelming. I, I wouldn't, it was just crazy. So I tend to, even if I could fall asleep to the fact, uh, life always wakes me back up to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been, uh, it's been the winning card for a long, long time, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I find, see, let's see you, let's say you see addiction and addiction feeds on drugs and alcohol. The addiction can grow and get grotesque and things can grow out of it and you can see it, but there's slow time addictions like spiritual addiction and other things that don't show, you, there's not a monster yet, you know, it's, you don't look like a rabid wolf on Christ, you know, like you do in crystal meth. It's maybe not showing uh, a lot of mutation and shit that's easily seen in the world of things, but it's the same, same. Yeah. The head is, is just eating, eating and eating and eating and eating. And, uh, and it's, and the craving doesn't allow it to feel full. When it feels full, it feels more empty the next moment. It just keeps going, going, going. This is not of us, but it's lording. It's There's an imposing of its condition seemingly on our condition through an ignorance of our condition. Yeah? Through an ignorance about our condition, its condition seems to be imposing itself on us. Seems to be. It's appearing to be. Yeah. Without any other possibility, that's it tells us it's the only possibility. It's us. Yeah. I don't think any more need is needed to learn about that. It reveals itself with a simple understanding of satsang. It will reveal itself all day. I'm not that. You're not that. And then hopefully there'll be a grounding in what is true. And that's the anchor. The understanding is not the anchor. It's what we are is the anchor. Yes. That's the point. And it's not what you think you are or feel you are or historically see you are. It's a sense of the I am. And then a huge gap. And then there's the appearance of Paul. Paul shows up. But now it's in a different emphasis. The I am is the emphasis, and Paul is a secondary activity. The secondary activity is not the emphasis anymore. Yeah. This is not a Herculean test or a task. It's easily done. It's not even, it's not done. It is, it's easily is. It's just, and I humbly believe. By seeing this stuff that we feel is ours or we're the doer of it and all this, when that gets weakened, the sense of ownership and doership, this, that which is unsuspected will become obvious. Yeah. And then and you will have 
you'll have the other. You don't want one state, other state, in one state. Will stay done. No, it's going to maintain a spirit condition. It's insane. It has no deep spirit condition. Is why it is that. Losing the volume. I think he disappeared. Did he disappear? Yeah. Yes. He gone. I just texted him. I love the reaffirmation of it over and over and over again. God, if I can do this for 30 days every day, I'll have a really good habit. Hey, hey guys, sorry. Hey. I had to move back into the kitchen. As I was saying, this mental condition, yes, this invitation is about a recognition of another possibility, not a possibility it entertains but another possibility yeah the understanding is like a bridge but what's holding up the bridge is not an understanding it's the fact of i am yeah yes can you hear that mike yeah yes. yeah so yeah this is my this is my fervent this is my not mine it's just a sense i've had yeah, and it was there all along. It just needed, in my case, I needed to hear satsang. I needed to hear, I heard it through another person. Was it the person? No, I heard the message through another person. That facilitated me hearing it where I am, yeah? And then I try to describe it as the last answer, or here's the dog, or the unspoken yes <laughs> i'm telling you that it's like a con it's like i just came home from war every time i meet the dog <laughs> it's just unbelievable <laughs> it's like uh i've been away for three years <laughs> unless you offer it a treat then she forgets you completely <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Anyone else, Mike? Uh, no. 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 Well, listen. And maybe we'll end, eh? Or you want to keep going? Harry's cat is raising its tail. Oh no! Now it's down. Oh no! No, no cats. <laughs> Uh, anyone else? This is Craig May. Nice to see Craig. Yes. Yeah, we're trying to get this, the stage, Craig's closet, uh, fixed on the platform. We're not ready yet for you, Craig. Yeah. We're going to get a little, a little stool for you. Yeah. And little pillows around it. And then you can spin your uh, wonderful little stories. I looked into her eyes. Uh, Great. So, 
All right, Mike, as always, thank you so much for everything. Yeah. Bill Churchman, pleasure. John from Florida. Nice to see you, John. Yes. David, as always, down under. Jack, yes. Yeah, Electric Ladyland, Jack. Uh, I, uh, there's Williams. S. Thank you, William. Yeah. And listen, bro, if you feel like you need to talk to everyone, I'm sure people stay after the talk. You're just always... Uh, Sometimes it's the simplest thing that's what's needed at the moment, yeah? Just to share it with someone else. Kerry, as always, yeah? Can you see me, Kerry? It's Paul, yeah? <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, we got Susan H. I always like to see Susan. Nice to see you, honey. Gary Clark, he's come, he's out. He's, Gary Clark went back in the corner, I think, for a while. I'm happy he's out of the corner. All right. That's good. Yeah. Linda, nice to see you. Linda, you, you always remind me, you look like you're waiting at a bus stop. It's just great. I just, uh, like a, a street light in Berlin or something. I don't know. Yeah. I like, I like the fact that I'm waiting at a bus stop. What? <laughs> I used to wait for something. Now I'm not waiting for anything. Uh, there you go, honey. Beautiful. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yes. That's a very nice note to end the meeting. Thank you, Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Esteban, as always, my future bodyguard. Be on alert at any moment, bro. I'm under attack all the time from non-organic entities. Yes. And then an, an organic entity from a, a, a beach town called Pescara. Not to be too specific, but right. Be, she's right over there. <laughs> Esteban, help me. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But the others, I, I might. But I don't know. All right. All right. That's smart, Esteban. Just a test. I'm just testing you. All right, we have Marty. Yes, Marty. Thank you. Tyler Mendocino. I hope to see you soon. Come on down one of these days. We'll be at the live meeting Saturday, as, as far as I know. Anu, there she is. Anu, oh, what's this? Uh, this Anu. We, I'll just go back to Palm Springs if I can see Anu again. I will. Yeah. John K, as always, thank you, John, for showing up. Sherry, another lovely person I met in Palm Springs. There she is. We got Jean Tucker. Uh, Kenneth up in Vancouver. Nice to see Kenneth. He's our Buddhist scholar. Alan Olson, there he is. One of the Olson boys, yeah. Craig May. Always a pleasure, Craig. So happy that you come to the talks. Everyone, really. Walter, the brother from another mother. Grateful. Tucson, Frank, nice to see you. Emerson down in Long Beach. Yeah. 
Let me go to number two. Uh, we have, let's see, Angie. Oh, Angie, the smiling lady of Ontario. Ontario. Nice to see you, Angie. Yeah. Kathleen, you know, I think we're going to start planning a trip in back east in May. I don't think I'll be going to Canada, but I'll be in uh, not far from there. So maybe we will meet. Kathleen, I'll see you then. Yeah, I'll be coming down. I'll come down to Pennsylvania probably. Also, Bruce, nice to see you. John Luna, thanks for the conversation. Nick C. Oh, there's the toad. Yeah. Just don't look any ordinary toad. Yeah. Uh, Grateful Dave, Lynn D. I'm going to watch that Homer Simpson thing. Yeah. Susan K, my latte lady, Laurie, Mia. It's, I think she's in San Diego. I got a feeling I'm seeing her soon. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone. We'll be here on tomorrow for the recovery meeting, 10.30 Pacific time. And then Saturday, one o'clock PM Pacific live and Zoom. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for all the support that you give me and all the different manners that you give it to me. Yeah. So thank you. Good night. Thank everyone. you, Paul.